and fish jump out of the water and splash back down. She remembered the feel of the water the time she leaped off the old structure. She was 17 then, and Elijah Evans, a senior she'd been dating, had dared her to jump. Stuart kicked off her shoes, climbed up on the center railing, and jumped. Lige followed right behind her. That sophomoric escapade started a tradition. Soon, jumping from Old Iron was a rite of passage for Salem High seniors. But as traffic increased on Route 9, the one-lane structure became a hazard, a bottleneck spawning numerous collisions and countless slowdowns. Truckers and local businessmen complained. Meetings were held. Heated debates followed. Still, everyone knew what the outcome would be. Progress would win. Many of Salem's most influential citizens fought to keep the bridge, embracing it as an important historical landmark. Campaigns were launched, petitions were signed, and even the governor came to talk at a rally about saving the old structure. But 15 years ago, the state overruled the passionate citizens, and logic trumped emotion. The bridge was replaced with a state-of-the-art concrete crossing. Old iron was removed. But a host of citizens would not allow the vintage bridge to be discarded onto the scrap heap. The memories spawned by the old bridge were simply too precious. So they raised money through raffles, donkey basketball games, and bake sales, and saved the landmark, moving it 15 miles from Salem to Faraday Road, where it replaced a low-water bridge on Burns Creek. Even though there was hardly ever a reason to go down that old road, Many old-timers occasionally took Sunday drives over the span to reconnect with their past, and a new generation embraced the rarely used structure as a favorite parking spot on dates. It was a great place to watch the submarine races, they said. As Stewart headed toward the bridge, she had no concern about the possibility of the structure collapsing. Over the past decades, every engineer who had examined old iron had declared that no flood could ever take it down. She knew it to be as solid as St. Peter himself. Old iron was the unmoving rock on which they all could depend. Stewart was confident that long after every other bridge in the area had been torn down and replaced, old iron would be welcoming new generations of Arkansans. Still, the rain that had scoured the hills on this late June day surely would have transformed Placid Burns Creek into a torrent of muddy water overflowing its banks and covering the bridge's roadbed. If this was the case, Old Iron would have to be closed until the floodwaters receded. Except for those resting in the graveyard, no one would notice the roadblock on this ungodly wet night. It was just past eleven when the deputy found the faded Faraday Road sign, turned her Crown Victoria squad car off Arkansas Highway 9, and directed it down the narrow, muddy road leading to Old Iron. The rain had eased, almost stopped, and she switched the wipers to slow. The night was so dark it was difficult to see anything not illuminated by the car's headlamps or by an occasional burst of lightning. Slipping along at twenty miles an hour, sometimes less, her tires tossing muck up high to both sides, Stuart strained to find the ruts she needed to hold her traction. 
About a half mile from the highway, just as she cautiously directed the car around a slight curve, something caught her attention. Stuart took her foot off the gas pedal. She avoided the brakes for fear of sliding and rolled to a stop in the middle of the road. She lowered the front passenger window and stared out into the blackness. At first, she thought her eyes, the night, the long hours she had worked, had played a trick on her. She saw nothing but what should have been there, a mass of rain-soaked trees, the hill. She turned on her spotlight and pointed it into that area. Something out of place sprang out of the blackness to meet her. Almost hidden by a large mulberry bush was a late-model Ford Explorer. It appeared as if someone had taken the bend too quickly, lost traction on the slick surface, slid off the road, and gotten stuck axle-deep in the red clay. No different from the accidents she had dealt with earlier in the day. But some